What's up, Makana heads? Welcome to the Mastering McConaughey podcast, where we explore the filmography and philosophy of Matthew McConaughey. I'm your guest host, Mark Usher. And I'm also your guest host, Johnny Phillips. Johnny, what's up, man? What's going on, Mark? Just chilling. Me too, which is kind of strange after after the movie we just watched. Kind of heavy. Dude, it, yeah. Yeah. Well, we started off heavy, right? We had an Unsolved Mysteries episode. Um, things got lighter with Dazed and Confused, right? Right. And like you said, this one, in a lot of ways, I feel like, was a little heavier than normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. W- w- what are we watching today? Dude, we watched Boys on the Side today. Yeah, 1995 film. Yeah, um, Whoopi Goldberg, Hooey Hooey, yeah. Yeah, Sister Act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Drew Barrymore, great. Yeah, Mary Louise Parker, uh, I only know her from Weeds and was hmm. it Red? Red, is that the series of movies about the uh, geriatric oh. CIA agents yep. or whatever? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Were you very high in the 80s? I wasn't high, but I was pretty weird. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, I think I need to just go ahead and ask you, what are you drinking tonight, John? I believe this beverage has produced an emotional response. I have a pint and a pickled egg. And red wine is the worst for my sores. You think maybe you and I can brew up some juice? Hey, Mark. I am going back with uh, Monkey Shoulder. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. It, I give it a... A single dollar sign as far as it is very affordable. And I give it a, a, I don't know, a a four out of five as far as drinkability. So it's pretty good. I'll take it. It will clink in my glass. Yeah, I like that. How about you, Mark? What are you drinking today? I'm drinking another classic cocktail uh, in in one of my fancy cute glasses. This is a sidecar cocktail. Um, What's in it? I already forgot. I don't know. I already forgot, Johnny. Shit. How many have you had, Mark? How many have you had? We, we don't need to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, this is the sidecar cocktail. Uh, some cognac, Cointreau, lemon juice, and I've got a, a lemon twist in there. Uh, yeah, this, this, is, this is one of those classic cocktails, and, and I chose it because McConaughey plays a motorcycle cop in this movie. I don't. I doubt that he had a sidecar, but I like to imagine that he also has a personal motorcycle, and, and he has a sidecar for Drew Barrymore's character and and their baby. I was hoping you were going to say a bulldog, oh. <laughs> yeah. but I legit whatever whatever. Two weeks ago, I saw somebody at a red light with <laughs> they were on a motorcycle and they pulled out a little kitten and they were stroking its head. <laughs> like, this can't be real. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's badass, all right? Yes, yeah, so... Badass motorcycle. Absolutely. Yeah, so this movie uh, tackles a lot of things that I, I would say that we're not qualified to talk about. Mark, we've seen a lot of things, uh, but none of them amount to what we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. In no way are we qualified for this. Um, it did. It tackled a lot of big issues. Um Maybe you know better than I do historically. So that was 95. Right. Uh, I felt like some of these um, were happened earlier, right? Like the AIDS epidemic. When when was that? When would you classify that? So the movie Philadelphia with Tom Hanks came out in 1993. Mm-hmm. That was the first like major Hollywood motion picture about AIDS. 19 in 1994. Mm-hmm. AIDS was the leading cause of death for American adults uh, between the ages of 25 and 44. No shit. Yeah, so we are right here in the height of the AIDS well, that epidemic. Was it then. Yeah. See, I always assumed it was like a early 80s things, right? Right. Apparently not. No, that's modern history. Wow. Yeah, we were sheltered, I think, because we were still in elementary school at this age and we oh, were yeah. in, you mm-hmm. know, rural America where we didn't have to talk about these things. Well, most people still don't here yeah, in rural that's America. True. <laughs> I'll tell you, my, my first idea for a cocktail, I, I was going to make a, a cocktail of 
or like design a cocktail of my own making and call it the AIDS cocktail. Uh, but my oh. wife said that that was a, in poor taste. I think that your wife was uh, was right on the money with that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would have laughed. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but probably not your best thing to do. But yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, hearing about yeah. the, the AIDS cocktail of drugs that, that people with HIV AIDS would have to take. And I think we see Mary Louise Parker's uh, character. Yes. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. got like a, a whole bag of things that she has to inject. Um, yep. So yeah, that, that was what was going on in the mid nineties. While I was watching this movie on Hulu, I got an ad for Bictarvi, which is take one pill and you will be oh yeah me too at like non detectable levels of HIV yeah yeah I mean well thank God for advances in in medical care yeah uh, but Hulu Hulu don't be uh, profiling me man okay <laughs> what the hell well all right I get those ads all the time and I got a four hymns you know ED ad I think it's just Dude, my age range yes you know? like, yeah yeah okay have you thought about it like. I've never thought about it until like yesterday. I was like, maybe I should order that. See what happens. Yeah. No? No, yeah, yeah, oh, for okay. sure. For yeah. sure. I'm like, well, I mean, what's sure. that going to yeah. do? You know, yeah. What, what, what would I mean, that do? Who knows? It can't hurt anything, right? Walk around with the boner for three hours, I guess. But To avoid long-term injury, get medical help right away for an erection lasting more than four hours. Be more legit than those boner pills you could buy at the gas station 20 years ago. Mm, horny goat weed. Mm. Oh, yeah. There you go. I know them well. Yeah. <laughs> Not from experience or anything. I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, the AIDS epidemic. And then uh, Drew Barrymore's character has an abusive, very abusive partner. Uh, Dude, <sighs> that was insane. I'm, like on a scale of one to 10, that was a good 15. That, that was yeah. way too much. Yeah. And they were too, they were way nonchalant about it. Like Goldberg sitting there and on the couch, just bleeding from her mouth. Yes. And they're like, ah, it's not a big deal. What do you mean it's not a big deal? This girl just lost a tooth. Ah! What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you crazy? Did I hurt him? What do you mean did you hurt him? You hit him with a bat. Yeah. And then later, Drew Barrymore's like, well, I'll probably go back to him. They're like, no, girl, you can do better. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? Like, I'm I'm glad he died. He's alive. Yes. Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. But yeah. All right. He died. Um, yeah. And then um, single, a single mother, uh, you know, a, a pregnant woman dating, uh, a race relations. There's a lot of like. Well, I mean, don't just skip over the whole homosexuality thing, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I already said that. Yes. The gay scare. Yes. Did you? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't. The, the gay scare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I made a note here that the the famous Seinfeld episode where where they say not that there's anything wrong with that. That came out in mm. 1994, so in between Philadelphia and and Boys on the right. Side. So this was still when it was like uh, I guess groundbreaking to to talk about someone being gay. Jane's been so great to me. I mean, at first I thought she just liked me because of the whole gay thing. Jane's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, of course not. I mean, it's fine if that's who you are. Absolutely. I mean, I have many gay friends. My father's gay. Look, I... Um, okay. I didn't research this, and I should just know because it's pop culture. Uh, But I thought it was interesting for Whoopi Goldberg's character, because isn't she gay? Like, isn't that just part of her life? No, no, she's... uh, as far as I know, she—I mean, she has at least dated men. I know she was um, heavily involved with Ted D- Danson. In All right. Well, then you should probably just cut that part out of the. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said something. I'm glad you said something because there is a uh, something that Hollywood doesn't want you to know about. In 1993, Ted Danson gave like a he and Whoopi dated for like 18 months, or around 1993. Okay. okay. And in 1993, he gave this. I don't, I can't now. I, I didn't look too deep into it because I already knew about it. It was like at a private awards ceremony or like a birthday, a big birthday party or something for Whoopi. He gave a speech in blackface, said the N word a bunch of times, and at the no. end ate watermelon. Yeah. What? Yeah. So this is what the person he really, he was like, I'm going to marry her. 
And he thought that that was okay. You know, so it's like weird time for race relations. <laughs> really weird. Yeah. yeah. But I feel, okay, I feel like that happened a lot back then. Like, isn't that like when you see senators with their pictures, like in college, it was back from the, that time and, and they were doing that crazy ass shit, right? Well, there's a like, difference between, uh, is it, who's the uh, Canadian prime minister? Justin, is it? Ooh. I, I say Trudeau. Trudeau, I yeah. Right. Justin Trudeau dressing up as in like a person from India, you know, mm-hmm. with with brown brown face like makeup on. There's a difference between that and your boyfriend <laughs> dressing in blackface, doing African American tropes and slinging out the worst word you can say. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck. I mean, no one was woke in the 90s, man. No one. I guess. I'm not excusing them. I'm just, we weren't there. Yeah. Okay. Especially here in the South. Okay. Let's be real. I I hear it was a different time way too often. Right? Like, they grew up in a different time. I don't care when they grew up, man. Yeah. Okay. We all know better now. I had a, a, a woman that I knew pretty well. In her late 60s, she told me, you know what? Back when things were segregated, everybody was happier. They were happier. We were happier. (laughs) Everyone was They had their own movie theater they could go to. We had our own movie theater. Everybody was happier. I'm just going, I I don't, what am I supposed to say to that? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, what can you say? Yeah, and this was like, like this was like five years ago. <laughs> so yeah, the, it was a different time. Different Mark. time. You're right. Five years ago, different time. Different time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there are a few a few other points in the movie where they talk about uh, is this a black thing? Is this a black and white thing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. And uh, you know, spoiler alert again, Drew Barrymore. Uh, we think that she is pregnant with her druggy, abusive boyfriend's baby, right? Dude, dude, yes. Did you see my notes? I I went into your notes and I started adding to it. So I only saw th- this this little piece that you're about to talk about. I only saw this in the credits. I didn't know this until I saw the credits. What? Yeah. Tell us. Wait, hold on. Which piece are you talking about? I'm talking about the baby. The baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. My favorite line from the movie. Yeah. Lay yeah. it out there. Dude, Jane and Abe are at the neonatal ward, and uh, Abe's looking through, look, trying to find his baby, and he's reading the names off the uh, little plastic things, because back then it was safe to put your baby in another you know, room away from you. Mm. I don't know why, <laughs> uh, but he said, first, this first name, I don't get it. Fristad. Fristad. Why? Why is that a name? Fristad. It's not a name. Mitchell. Why did they do it? Did I say it wrong? No, it's not a name. Well, it's in the movie, Mark. No. Okay. It's written down. No, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> that is not a real name. <laughs> Fristad Mitchell Pulchik. Uh-huh. All right. And he looks over into Pulchik, and what does he see? A black baby. Yep. He looks right over at Whoopi Goldberg's character, and she goes, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't see that coming. I loved that line. I thought it was beautiful. It's very good. Um, but like you were saying, everyone, this whole movie has been leading up to this um, fatherless baby now uh, because we thought that the father had been killed, like in the first scene. Right. Nope. Nope. Yeah, let me, let me give a little, a little synopsis of the movie so that... Again, like I said in, my, in the last episode, so that I can quiet my mind, uh, I think I have a mental illness and it just needs to be quieted. So <laughs> go. Just, just go for we've it, We've got uh, Mary Louise Parker. Her character name is Robin. She puts an ad mm-hmm. in the newspaper, like a wanted ad, mm-hmm. saying, I want somebody to like drive with me across country to San Diego. Craigslist murderer. Keep going. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> And Whoopi answers the ad because she she's tired of New York. Yep. She's like a musician that plays in bars, and she's like tapped out. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think she says, you know, I, I've got a gig lined up in LA. I'm going to go early. I'm just going to get the fuck out of New York. And so uh, Whoopi and Whoopi, who plays Jane, and Mary Louise Parker, who plays Robin, they meet up. You know, uh, Jane answers the ad, and they are opposites in almost every way. <laughs> but they end up going on on the trip together. Yep. Yep. It, it, did I just want to interject? Did it not strike you as funny that Whoopi Goldberg answers that ad, and in the scene where they meet, Whoopi's car is getting towed away. Like she had her own car. Yeah. Okay. I want to know why she was answering this ad. That's what I want to know. Say you need a ride? Uh, no, I got my own car. Thanks. I think that if you're going to drive across country, I mean, it's going to take you a lot longer if you don't have somebody that can help you drive, and it'll be cheaper. Somebody can pay for gas and hotels and. Maybe. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. You bring maybe up a, someone has to read the map because it was back in like those treasure hunting days when you had paper maps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. If you were Keep lucky, going. you had a laminated Ram McNally map. <laughs> you know? But. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Good. Good thought. Good thought. Just, just wondering. But yeah. So they're, they're both heading to the West Coast and just, you know through kismet or whatever, end up driving together. And on the way, Whoopi, uh, Jane, wants to stop and visit her friend, Holly, played by Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. They arrive. Holly is in, involved with this abusive uh, drug dealing g- guy uh, named Nick. Nick hits every single one of the women. I, di- Hard. Like, as you Hard. said, like Whoopi was bleeding from the mouth, probably lost a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and Drew Barrymore, yeah. uh, Holly, she gets a bat, a baseball bat and hits him on the back of the head. Doesn't kill him. They tie him up and like leave, you know, say, hey, we didn't tie you up. Great. You'll be able to get yourself loose in a couple hours. Right. Uh, he he does get out of his, the duct tape, but he, he ends up dying. Relatively quickly. Yeah. 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 But- um, and and I, I, I want to pause for just a second. Uh I was really taken back in that scene when Holly hits Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick goes to the ground. Mm-hmm. The other two girls just like freeze and they're like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. like that was the crazy thing that happened in that scene. Like, right. like really? That, that, that was the crazy thing? He had just hit no, all. No, that was the only, yeah. was the only rational thing that happened. Yeah, he had just hit all three of them and Drew Barrymore yep. fighting back was, yeah, definitely. It was shocking to them. Good word. Shocking. Thank you. Uh, probably, though, true to the times, I would imagine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was written that way for a reason. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think mm. you're right. Carry on. Well, so, yeah, Soldier. as you said, he got out of his, his uh, duct tape pretty quickly, but then just, mm-hmm. like, falls over dead. And as they're traveling, Holly, Drew Barrymore, is going to go back to Pittsburgh. I can't go into Pittsburgh. But they see... A newspaper headline saying that Nick is dead. Yeah. So they they, they go, all right, we're going to pretend like we never saw this headline. We're just going to drive. We're going to keep going. Uh, and again, the original. They got places to go, man. Yeah. 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 So the original plan was to go to L.A., drop off Whoopi, and then Mary Louise Parker is going to go down to San Diego. Yep. We learned that Mary Louise Parker is like recreating a childhood uh, road trip, right, that her family took. Correct. She's she's ready yes. to die. She's she has AIDS, and so she's like going to go to San Diego to die. I guess. I okay. So I'm not very good uh, when it comes to like uh, higher level thinking on things like this mm-hmm. themes and, and and things like that. You know, my high school English teacher probably thought that I was just the dumbest person <laughs> on earth. But um, in this context, I thought uh, that because her life had gone so poorly. Like she had so many things go just sideways on her mm-hmm. from her brother to her dad to her own health. Yeah. I feel like she was trying to recreate this almost as a way to write it. Like maybe if I do it again, okay, it'll be better. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Like, like obviously she can't rewrite the past, but maybe the rest of it going forward won't be as shitty. Yeah. No, I like that. That's, that's the way I saw it. I think that's on point. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah. You hear that, English teacher? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mrs. Ravava? <laughs> of course. The blah, 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 blah. You, sir, are a mouthful. Oh, God, no. Oh, we're friends on Facebook. I see her all the time. Uh-oh. What was her name? Newman. Invite her to Newman. Invite her to like our Instagram page. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we learn, and we know before the any of the other characters know, we know that Mary Louise Parker has AIDS, and we know that Whoopi Goldberg is gay. You are, however, one of these gay women that we read about, or do you prefer lesbians? Yes, I am. And then they eventually like learn that about each other from other people. Um, the story of how Mary Louise Parker's character, uh, Robin, how she gets AIDS, did you pick up on this? Uh, was it ever answered? Well, so she says, like, I'm the kind of girl who went to bars for three years trying to find a guy, and I only went home with the bartender. And then Whoopi Goldberg says, well, the bartender's a person, too. And she goes, yeah, he's something. Well, the bartender's somebody. Yeah. He was somebody. All right. You think that's what happened? Yeah, so I think she, just from a random encounter with a bartender, who she, she may have known for three years uh yeah i mean yeah i think that's the implication that makes sense um i could yeah i mean you're right she obviously is is not happy with him right yeah and there's i mean that's a solid answer that's and i think i'll I'll take that conclusion yeah when i think at the time what the stereotype would be you're a gay man uh who's spreading hiv or you're a drug user a needle drug user who's spreading right. HIV in that way. You know, so this was a different take on it. Just a, a very chaste woman, uh, you know, in at one point in the movie, she won't, she won't say vagina. Well, vagina seems so formal. She won't say penis, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. 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 What, what did she call him? Like a choo-choo or something? What, like, what did she say? Like, my mom always said, my brothers have noodles and something and, I had a hoo-hoo or a sissy, and my brother had a noodle or a dingle. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then she just goes around screaming the the c word, but um, which was uh, oddly offensive to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't use that word, okay? <laughs> right. Like fuck all day long, but I'm not saying that word. Right. Nope. Right. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, she she is portrayed as a very chaste person who probably has not had many sexual experiences and. She goes home with the bartender maybe just once and gets AIDS from it, you know. So I think that was a, a telling thing of, of the times, right? She didn't she didn't get it in the stereotypical way. Sure. You know? Well, I mean, to, to what you were saying, if it was the number one killer of uh, adults at, at one time, I mean, there's no way that it is just limited to these two small subsets of people. Right. 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 That's just it's not realistic. And then at one point she... Um, um, well, so so then they they end up in Tucson. Did you understand like how they got there? It was just kind of like they were traveling and then they just had been in Tucson for five months. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, the AIDS carrier, mm-hmm. what, what, Robin. Right. Robin. She got Robin. Thank you. Robin got sick. Had to get rushed to a hospital. Right. Okay. Nearest hospital. Well, now they're there in Tucson. Gotcha. Uh, not Tuscany. Which um, is spelled similarly, for the record, because I was confused for half a second. Um, you know that, that there's a history in my family with, with this whole Tuscany-ass shit. Okay. Um, I've told you about Tuscany, right? I don't know. I bought a trip to Tuscany, and oh. Lizzie was <laughs> oh, yes. so pissed about that fucking trip to Tuscany. <laughs> yes. Jesus. So now everywhere I look, I see Tuscany. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, what the hell kind of city is this? And, and then someone said it, and I was like, oh, that's how you spell Tucson. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's funny. Diana was looking up uh, cocktails for me, and she goes, "Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's one. It's the the Tucson blah blah blah." Because oh, and it has a bunch of Italian ingredients. Goes, do, do you think that's uh, is that does that say Tuscany? Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So it wasn't just me, and she's a doctor, so I'm in good company. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So that's uh, that's how yeah. they end up in Tucson. Yeah. The the hospital. Yeah. Thing. She got sick, and you know, couldn't couldn't move. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm sure the, the nice dry climate there is, is probably good for her to start with. Yeah. She had a lot right. of uh, what, pneumonia and AIDS induced mm-hmm. pneumonia and stuff. Yeah. 
So they end up settling in, in Tucson. Uh, the three women they they find a, a an accepting group of people, and this is where Drew Barrymore's character Holly meets uh, Makani's character Abe Lincoln, uh, and this is where the rest of the movie happens. And in the end, Mary Louise Parker's character dies. So that's that's the uh, the overall like synopsis of the movie. You missed out so many important details. Well, because I want to fill, I want us to fill in the McConaughey details here. Let's let's go. Okay, okay. I just I I just feel like there's a lot there, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. All right. Good. The first half is boring. Life is pointless and nothing matters, and I'm always tired. C- can I tell you what I think about this film? Yeah. Uh, if I was to give someone an elevator pitch on this film, Mark, I would say, this is what happens if. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants yes. has a baby with rent. Whoa. That's what we have here. That's deep. Thank you. Never saw rent, but I think there were gay people. I think it was all gay people with AIDS. They, boot, nailed it. Nailed yeah. It. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they all had that AIDS. Newman. But yeah, I think, I think it was about the AIDS <laughs> epidemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, I, I had Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants written down. Really? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? No. Me either. Yeah. No, okay. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> but it's, you know, some women doing a cross-country trip, you know? Yeah. In a single pair of pants, no less. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk about McConaughey because uh, oh, we did a good job of just kind of like summing up the themes and what happens in yeah. the first half. So, yeah, they end up in Tucson. And uh, as you, uh, thankfully, you identified it as... Uh, being from because of the hospital stay, Robin was in the hospital for a week or whatever from pneumonia, and I guess we we don't know exactly how long we move forward, but we know that uh, it was three months. It was actually on the screen. What? Yeah, sorry. Damn. I I just watched it this afternoon. I just watched so. it too. <laughs> <laughs> three months. Okay. All right. Three months. Well, I was going to say uh, Holly Drew, Drew Barrymore's character. She was eight weeks pregnant. When she killed mm-hmm. Nick, and then she's more pregnant when we see her here. Three months. Okay. I mean, I'm glad they put that. Did she kill Nick? I don't know if she killed him. I still am on team. Manslaughter? Yeah, he just died. You know? Right? If if I punch you, and you ended up dying a couple hours later, I'm not taking the rap for that shit. Man, this is okay? this is a high school hypo. Or not high school. This is a law school hypo. This this is on a, on a final exam for... For a law school <laughs> class, yeah. Well, yeah. I probably failed that test. <laughs> I don't remember what the answer is, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's good to know. Three months later, mm-hmm. they're hanging out in a bar. There are um, a few lesbians. I mean, it seems like it, it's like a little little community of lesbians and other like well, like hippies, right? The indigo, the indigo girls, the real indigo girls, are actually on stage. What? So, yeah, the real indigo girls. They're singing their song, uh, "Joker," joking. It's in the notes here somewhere. No yeah, it's a true way. Story. That yeah. is cool. Also, both lesbians, but not together. Okay. Wow. Very. If pro- you believe that, I don't. Very progressive. yeah but it's it's a very accepting community and then definitely uh, you know of course they're they're concerned about law enforcement and then who walks into the bar please welcome matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey yeah or or officer lincoln right he's like yeah have any of you seen holly pope chick whatever whatever you said her last name was uh, I think it's Polchik, but I don't know. I didn't. Yep. And then he like describes her, and they're really worried. They're like I was worried. Yeah, yeah. They finally I'm caught close. up to us. Well, that's not what happened, right? Turns out he wants to boink her, right? Sounds like they've been boinking, and Holly has just not told her friends. <laughs> it's very likely, very likely. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense that the law had not caught up with them because at this time, like, all you had was print paper, man. Mm-hmm. Like. No one's talking to anybody. You could have killed someone in the next county and no one would have known. All right. Yeah, for sure. Seri- serial killing? 
this prime time. This Thanks. is what's known as the killing fields. But yeah, no, for real, for real. I mean, they're in this little, I mean, they say they're in Tucson, but I mean, it's like this small area of Tucson in this tight knit community. Yeah, definitely a suburb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not going to know, the cops there aren't going to know about something that happened in fucking Pittsburgh. No way. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about McConaughey right, right, when, he, uh, right when he walks in? This is not his character. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say about this. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't think that this was his role. Um, I didn't like it. Yeah. It, it was not his uh, defining, like, happy, go lucky, just kind of like breezing through life. This is the exact opposite. He was like, I'm going to follow the fucking rules. Like, I am the rule guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, how about you? What do you think? Yeah. Very matter of fact about everything. Mm-hmm. Did, did you get Forrest Gump vibes? Will you marry me? I'd make a good husband, Jenny. Marry me. <laughs> marry me. Marry me tomorrow. I can see it. I definitely see so it. So I was, Diana watched part of the movie with me, and I was saying he, he's he's like a, a simpleton like Forrest Gump. And she said, no. Yeah. Yeah, but she said, I think he's just being polite. You know, he's like that Southern gentleman-ness about him. But he's not from the South. Well, he... You can't give him that. <laughs> maybe he moved from Texas to, to Arizona. <laughs> maybe. Dude, I don't think anyone in Texas is nice. I don't know anyone from Texas. I... I Damn it. I take that all back. I know a lot of people from Texas. They're great people. No, Texas is cool. Texas is cool. 180. <laughs> <laughs> but yet he didn't use any contractions. Uh, he said, uh, I remember when they were at, at this like little festival, he comes out to the Jeep where Holly is smoking, she says, clove cigarettes. And right. he says, something the matter? matter? Smells like marijuana out here. What is wrong? <laughs> so like no contractions. I'm going to bring in Star Trek again, like data from Star Trek where there's no contractions. Right. It's very robotic and, and matter mm-hmm. of fact. And that plays in later where he turns Holly in to the police for the murder. Yeah. I mean, he's like, I'm going to stand by this woman. I love her. I'm going to marry her. But first, she has to see Lady Justice. Yeah, I have a duty to the law. to see this through. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I take my name very seriously. Right. Tell, okay. <laughs> you cannot tell a lie. And then Whoopi Goldberg says, that's Washington, schmuck. Goes, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I think schmuck was the best word. Yeah. And I feel like they used it a couple of times. And they were right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Because Whoopi was pissed off this whole time. Like, because the rest of this movie is they're in court, you know, mm-hmm. and she's getting prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there beside her like, I support you. You schmuck. Yeah. You schmuck. Right. Fuck it. Her friends are dying. She's got a black baby. Just leave her alone, <laughs> <Right>. man. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say this. The, the, the matter of factness about his character, who's named Abe Lincoln. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we said that. Abe Lincoln, so he says, I cannot tell a lie. Like, oh, that's George Washington. Um, You know, you would expect, because he has that Southern accent, because he's law enforcement, you would think that he would have a closed mind. But when uh, Robin's mother uh, comes to visit her, the the woman who's suffering from or or dying from Mm -hmm. AIDS, there's this funny scene where they're talking about Jane, who has now left uh, Whoopi Goldberg's character, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and she's a lesbian. And the mom is like, she's a lesbian? He goes, yeah. And then they blah, blah, blah. And then she's black. And um, and it's Abe, uh, Abe every time saying, yes, ma'am, she's black. Yes, ma'am, she's a lesbian. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jane is black? Yes, ma'am, she sure is. She's a black lesbian? Yes, ma'am. That is right. He's very excited. I mean, that, yeah. That might be the best example of of the simpleton that you're talking about. Like, he did not read the room. Like, all of this is really a problem for this mom. Yeah. But, no. It, and she lived here? Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know, but it was, it was, um, it was like a different side of the coin that I did not expect. You know, that he was, and this is, this is kind of where I came up with the, I went from simpleton to matter of fact, where it was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's a lesbian. So what? Yeah, she's black. I don't care. You know, uh, the woman that I love and that I want to marry and who's, uh, this baby is not mine, but I want to raise it. You know, I am going to send her to prison because that's what has to happen. You know, he's just, he's very matter of fact about everything. He he doesn't necessarily pass judgment, you know? No, I don't think we ever saw him pass judgment on anyone. Yeah. In any direction. Uh, which, I mean, which was cool, right? It did lead him to uh, be like, yeah, I'm going to marry this woman. I'm going to adopt this kid. It's not mine. I'm going to take care of him. That's fantastic. He didn't judge her for what she had done. He just knew that she had to do due process and, and follow these steps because that's what you have to do. Yeah. Right? Right. So all that to say, not his best character. I don't want to see it again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got thoughts on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to share them? No, I mean, come on. No, not yet. I want to talk about him being shirtless. Mm. So he did. We see him shirtless. Yeah. So he and Drew Barrymore, uh, as you, you you know, put a timeline on it. She's five months pregnant, and yep. and they're having sex, and uh, we see him with the shirt off in bed. Right. We do, but I was not looking at him. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was also without a shirt. You told me. There's like a nip slip in this movie. Mm-hmm. That is not proper advertisement. <laughs> okay, from start to finish, I saw a lot of Drew Barrymore boo. Okay? <laughs> well more than I expected. Yeah. I'm sorry. Listeners, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to yeah. see McConaughey's nipples. Uh, hundred times better. Yeah. hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we do see her, and, and she's pregnant, um, and we see her... her Exposed breasts. I don't know. Yep. We don't really see her her belly. That's covered by the sheets. And you know, McConaughey's pretty much everything is covered by the sheets except mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. But they have a very intimate conversation in that moment, right? And I think the the nudity or the you know the being exposed kind of goes along with with that. She she tells him in that moment. Uh, well, first he tells her, "I want to marry you. I want to make you my wife." Yeah. yeah. And then she tells him about the incident with nick she should have taken that one to the grave yeah yeah yes for sure but then we wouldn't have a but, you know a, an ending to the movie I, I certainly not the ending we have yeah okay right yeah you're right you're right mm. oh man i don't know do you have anything else you want to you want to say about this movie um i really didn't personally care for robin mm-hmm I didn't. She rubbed me the wrong way. Mm. Stay out of my life. Maybe you should move. Take the fucking piano. Yeah, I didn't like this movie, but but there are a lot of things about it that, uh, yeah, the Robin was, yeah, she wasn't very likable, as you say, and Mm-mm. she did not have a lot of sex. That That is what we are led to believe. Uh, the, the bartender in Tucson, he is told by, uh, Jane, that Robin has AIDS, and he's like, I don't care. I I like her, you know, and they're getting hot and heavy, and he says, don't worry, I've got protection. Yeah, I'm so conflicted by this scene, uh, because on the one hand, I agree with her. It was not uh, Whoopi's character's story to tell. That was not her story to tell. 100%. Right? Yeah. I get that. But I also see the perspective of her trying to help her friend. Like, I see what she was trying to do, and and, you know, as we know, wh- I mean, Whoopi's character was in love with this girl, right? Right, right. Um, and that, I feel like that was a form of sacrifice. Like that was like, okay, this is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. You want this man. He wants you. I'm going to lay down what I want and, and try to help you with this. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, he was, he was down. He was cool. He gets it. He's, he's, he's woke, you know? Okay. Yeah, I think from a, a filmmaker's perspective, you know, what or writer's perspective, that was definitely a very open-minded thing, right? I, I remember, yeah. I don't know what year it was, but I remember a Baywatch episode where one of the lady lifeguards gives CPR to someone, and it turns out that they're HIV positive, and it's a whole thing. 
And yeah, so for someone to, um, oh, and they had, they, they came up with like a protective mask to use going forward. Oh yeah. Yeah. And for this guy to be like, I don't care. I'll put on a condom that doesn't work all the time. You know, I'll, I'll risk having AIDS for the rest <laughs> of my life. You know, it was, yeah, very, um, uh, I'm sure at the time it was a very different, uh, diff- progressive, you know, what have you, open-minded, uh, perspective. I mean, honestly, like, I think that today there are some people that if they knew they were in a car with someone with HIV would get nervous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just being in a close proximity. Right. Which is insane for the record. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like that's fair to say. Or just someone that's uh, gay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh like, my gosh. Don't catch that shit. Right. Let me jump out of the moving car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of misinformation about how how it was spread and all that. Again, things that we oh, yeah. we're not we're not qualified to talk about. But oh, I disagree. I I'm <laughs> definitely a medical professional. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> life coach, call me up. I'll tell you everything you suck at. Well, there you go. All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny, uh, uh, go yeah, go ahead. Nope, nope. I was going to say, that's about all I have to say about that. Uh, I did tell Lizzie, actually. I take that back. I told Lizzie that she would like this film. And I think that she would, uh, being that she is a woman. I think she would cry. Yeah, I wonder. I, I, I did I did do some searching for, like, do we have an HIV doctor who who could come on and give us a little insight? Uh, if, is there a woman that could come on and give us some insight? Because, yeah, we it would be helpful to have have a different perspective for this film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Okay. You and I had a group of four or five friends that would go on, on set trips much like this. Um, mm-hmm. Less killing. Right. Uh, not as much killing. Uh, we didn't go as far. Mm-hmm. And none of us ended up dying at the end. But no pregnancies. Similar. Uh, not that we're aware of. Hey, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, similar vibes. So I, I was able to identify with that. Like, I, And I feel very fortunate with the group of friends that I had in high school. I know that not everyone gets that. Like, I do feel like we were lucky there. Uh, but but to that, I, I can identify with that sisterhood of the traveling pants mm-hmm. part, I think. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Women, be crazy. I'd like to hear what they, had, what they, what they were thinking. The brotherhood of the traveling condom. I've never reused a condom, uh, but assuming that you rolled it back up the way that you rolled it down mm-hmm. seems doable. Just use some bleach and mail it, mail it to your your buddy somewhere else. And seems like you'd eat holes in it. I think you just got to rinse it out and wish for the best. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, I think I think we've got a film franchise cooking here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, Johnny, were were you able to find a McConaughey from this movie? (laughs) I I just want to meet new people and do cool things. I thought, man, that is about the best reason to go and do something there is in life, isn't it? I mean... No, I don't don't think I could take anything away from his character. Uh, How about you? Yeah, that's a... yeah. I, um, not, not, yeah, it was hard. It was hard because, because this was groundbreaking at the time in a lot of the issues that we've talked about, but Mm -hmm. now 29 years later is, it's like barely hitting the surface. Yeah. You know? So it, you want to call it shallow, but then you go, well, at the time it was, I guess, something new to, to put out there in Hollywood. Um, okay. I'll, t- I, I, I'll, I'll bring this to the table. I'll bring this. Uh, after we almost kill Nick, right? Mm-hmm. We go to the freezer and we, we get his drug money out of the freezer. All right. Drew Barrymore's character was going to take it all. Whoopi Goldberg said, we can't do that. It's drug money. All right. Barrymore's character, character says correctly does it look different i mean she's like can you tell yeah yeah and, and whoopi says fine 
We'll take half of it and puts it back in. Um, I don't know if there's a takeaway from that, but I did see a, a lot of good life lessons there. Mm. Um, one, if there's uh, cash in the freezer, free game. Uh, two, Whoopi tried to do the right thing by leaving the other half for Nick, but she screwed it up because he died anyway. Yeah. That's my McConaughey right there. Tonight's journal entry is going to correspond very well with your McConaughey. Ah, yes. yes. I think my McConaughey is going to be a line from Whoopi Goldberg's character. They're in the, mm-hmm. the hospital. Um, McConaughey's character, Abe, he, he misses the birth. Mm-hmm. He comes to the hospital in a suit. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. It, his arm's full of stuffies, which is what we call them in our, ha- in our house, but stuffed animals. Okay. He's just dropping them along the, the hallway as he's running. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which mm-hmm. adds to like the simpleton Forrest Gump persona. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but they're, they're about, he missed the birth and uh, Whoopi's about to take him to see the baby. And she says, she says, have you ever seen one of these things? They're really ugly. <laughs> Did you, wait, did you think she was talking about the baby? Yes. <laughs> no, I thought she... Yes. <laughs> Do you remember Pastor Dan? Okay. Youth Pastor Dan. He talked yeah. about one yeah. of the birth of one of his children where it, the baby came out and it looked like an alien. And he's like, I prayed to God that, you know... <laughs> 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 and, you know, a few hours later, uh, it, it looked normal, but... And they do. They autocorrect after a while. I can speak from experience there. Yeah. Um, but I okay. See, when she said that, I just assumed that she meant the birth, and that like you were lucky you missed out. Don't worry. Don't worry about being late. You're good. Uh, I think she was saying, "Hey, I'm your tour guide. I'm going to take you to see this baby, but uh, <laughs> they're ugly. So <laughs> you know, limit your expectations." No. No, no. I think you're reading the room wrong there, Mark. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back and rewatch it, but I <laughs> I wanted to be here for it, you know, to help her with the breathing yeah. and everything. Next time, next time. You ever seen one of these things? They're really ugly. Where are they? Let's go. I, all right. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's rewatch that part. But, but to be fair, to be fair, babies are in fact ugly. Most most babies are ugly. I don't care what you tell your neighbor when they have a baby. Yeah. You're lying. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Right knows. when they pop out, there's not not a lot of features. Right. Mm. A lot of cone head things going mm-hmm. on. You got to count the toes to make sure. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on there. Yeah. Covered in cheese. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That stuff goes for how many hundreds of thousands is one ounce of baby cheese go for in, in France nowadays? You're fucking kidding me. You, f- I, I could. Is it? Too, Are you serious? You know, have you checked? Have you checked the markets today? Orange. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Orange juice is going for six fifty. How much is the the baby cheese going for? I don't know. We'll, we'll Dude, check later. We'll, we'll update the list. I'm listeners. having another baby if I can make money off that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> Johnny, we've kind of we've kind of uh, both tipped our hands at the review. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wh- 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 how, how can we rate this film? What's our metric? Baby, baby cheese. Uh Ounces of baby cheese. Ounces of baby cheese. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Ounces of baby cheese. Yeah, how many ounces 100%. of baby cheese would you give the movie, and how many ounces would you give McConaughey's performance? God. All right. So, I mean, the movie wasn't bad. It's not my type of flick. Don't get me wrong. Um, and, and I feel like Whoopi, anything Whoopi is in is really good. She's stellar. Uh, she is stellar. She is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give the film seven ounces, right? Above average. Okay. Uh, and his performance, I didn't like his character. It doesn't mean he didn't do a good job. I didn't, I, I didn't feel it, man. I don't know what to tell you. Can, can I give it five and just, just say, you know what? We're, we're, we're letting you slide till the next one. All right. We're not going to write you off yet. 
What? How about you? I think that's good. I I, I watched this movie uh, one time a couple of weeks ago, kind of in the background, and then I paid very mm-hmm. close attention to it. Watching it today, I didn't like it. I give it a six out of ten. Six six <laughs> ounces. <laughs> yeah, just six ounces of baby cheese. I, was it the gay people, Mark? Were too many too many gay people for you? Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you what I did. I did what I did think about was you now I'm in high school in the early 2000s. So this is ten years before, uh, six ten years yeah. before. I remember in I think sophomore year, maybe junior year, uh, I had been in a class with a, a kid the year before, and then I see him the next year. And some kids are yelling after him, silly F word, dicks are for chicks. And it, it was this year in which he had kind of, he, he came out and, you know. Sure. And I'm just yeah. like, why are y'all being mean to this guy? Like I knew him from one class. And during that class, one of my classmates would say, oh, he's checking out your butt. And I'm like, maybe, I don't care. Like that's a fucking compliment, man. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but also, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's just a person, and uh, you know, he was he was a, a good classmate, and then these people are, I mean, harassing him, you know, and it was like, I don't, I don't understand why. Like, like that's the kind of shit, Mark, that will keep me up at night. Yeah. Like, why do people feel the need to to even care? Right. So, what if somebody? weirds you out like if that's what you feel i mean there are plenty of people there are skateboarders you you might feel uncomfortable (laughs) 15 years ago right you see a bunch of skateboarders and you're like oh these i don't get a good vibe from these kids like what are they gonna do um you know i mean like you can find any kind of group of people and go oh i don't know there's a bunch of mormons walking around are they gonna ask me to you know drink you know drink their kool-aid and uh, I invited the Mormons in. We made best friends with them. They would come to dinner every month, man. We loved our Mormons. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's but, just like, I mean, you can find a reason, you know, just a group of people that are different. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, but you're right. You're absolutely right. And it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, so it wasn't It wasn't the any of the themes. I thought the themes, again, looking back, this is 1994, 95, when this mm-hmm. is... You know, being produced and, and released, I think the issues were were presented well, but I, I don't know. It just just kind of fell apart for me. And yeah, I, I agree with you on <laughs> on McConaughey. Like the character wasn't good. He did what he could with it. Uh, I've been struck. He couldn't overplay the role. It was it wasn't a leading role. It was better than his last one. Yes, but yeah, he he had some good lines. I mean, a, a good bit of lines in the latter half of the movie. Right. So yeah, I've been struggling with whether to give him a six out of ten ounces of baby cheese or a seven out of sure. ten. So I think I'm going to go six okay. six and a half ounces of baby cheese. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I wish that we had more. Uh, we could say better things about his performance, but here we are. I mean, here we are. Here we. Are. I I can say this. Uh, Drew Barrymore, who I feel like was one of the better parts of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, boobs and whatnot. Um, she got this part because Whoopi gave her the part. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. So her role was not filled. And Whoopi went to the director and said, hey, I have this friend. I think she needs this part. Wow. And that's how Drew Barrymore got this part. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I also learned who Drew Barrymore's best friend is. Do you know? Whoopi Goldberg? Cameron Diaz. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Both now you young know. blonde actors coming up at the same time. Well, didn't they also do uh, Charlie's Angels together? Good morning, Angels. Good morning, Charlie. Yes. With Lucy Liu mm-hmm. in the late 90s? Early 2000s? I'll have to... Yep, somewhere in there. Yeah, going in that in that ten year stretch, somewhere in there. Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, journal entry time, Mark. What is our journal entry? 
That's the fun about journaling. There are no rules, all right? All right, all right, all right. Johnny, I've got a, a short, sweet journal entry for us tonight, and, and it corresponds to your Makana Chi. Mm-hmm. Here it is from Greenlights. Sometimes we find our frequency by holding on to a moral bottom line in the midst of chaos. Sometimes we find it by breaking the rules and running the red light to get home. That's all I got. Uh, that's beautiful, Mark. It's beautiful. So sometimes the road is the road to truth is to stick to your moral high ground, and sometimes it's to you know break up, run a little red light, run a little red light. I have learned as as I mature through life uh, to side with the second one. Uh, early on in life, I was a very attached to my moral high ground. Mm, same. Uh, I have I have I have left that platitude. <laughs> I'm done with that shit. Not to say that I'm immoral, but my morals and your morals may not be the same, and I'm not going to worry about that shit. I'm all about the red lights. Like I, I seek those fuckers out. Yeah, it, it, there are some rules. You're like, they're just the, these little rules are just holding me back. There are big moral things. Like let's stick to those. Yeah, for sure. But like, yeah, yeah. So run a red light every uh, now and yeah. then. Run the motherfucking red. Yes, thank you. Run the red lights. Yeah. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Look both ways before you go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what are we what are we gonna review next time, Mark? What's next? Ooh, Johnny. I have not seen this yet. I'm excited though. This is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. Okay, dude. I, I am excited because I remember the remake coming out. Really? When I, like, it was like 2003, 2004. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, I remember watching it. And, and we would have like high school watch parties in my in my basement. I say high school watch parties, like the whole high school was there. But I was in high school when we did mm-hmm. it. And, you know, there were like 10 people there. Right. And then you'd creep outside with the like the uh, leaf blower <laughs> and crank that puppy up. <laughs> people would piss themselves, man. It was great. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, this is a 1995 film. Uh, it's got Renee Zellweger in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and McConaughey play against each other in, in the couple of YouTube clips I've seen. Uh, it looks like a terrible movie. I don't know. If, have you watched any clips on YouTube? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It. I, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Well, we have invited a guest to join us. Uh, like a a horror film buff. Uh, Hopefully she'll be able to kind of help us see the diamond in the rough that, you know, hopefully this, this film is. She's going to look at us like, what the hell, man? Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) 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 Well, Johnny, we we, we got some folks to thank. Uh, Next week, we'll be thanking our guest. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week, we just need to thank all of our listeners. We also need to thank Lizna for our theme song, Hey Aqualung. Mm-hmm. You can find a link to Johnny's other podcast, The Modern Real Estate Agents, in our episode description. You can find us on Instagram at MasteringMPod. If you like this episode, please subscribe, drop us a five-star review, uh, and share with your friends. Help us add to our listenership. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we really want to get this to as many ears as possible. We are here to share McConaughey with the world. Be the bridge. Yeah. As he says in this movie, evening, ladies. You know, we're, we're, we're just here to, we're just here to say, here he is. That's, that's exactly right, right man. That, that is it. <laughs> evening, ladies. <laughs> the folks, we'll see you next time, or you'll hear us next time. As we talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation. Bye, y'all. Peace out.
Fristad, Mitchell, Pulchik. Don't look at me.